BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Good morning, millennials, and happy Wednesday. Hope everybody's having like the best day that they could possibly be having. Given the circumstances, I hope that your day is going as well as it could possibly go. Right. Hey, Jax, how you doing? I'm doing okay. I look forward to another day of trying to buoy humanity and the Jewish community. Yeah. Because that is our role to play yep. in the war to come, amongst others. But mm-hmm. I think it's a very important role, and it helps me. I think it helps you and it helps a lot of people. So I am committed to doing that while still talking about what's going on, talking about the celebrity element and sharing resources for how you can help. 100%. You just reminded me of something like not to change the subject so swiftly on you. Um, We started a list yesterday of phrases like we need to start saying more regularly and just things we need to start remembering. And I had one. Okay. Is the blank in the room with us? Yeah, that's something that you... Saw on TikTok. It's, it's not like I saw on TikTok. It's just like what people say on TikTok. And you like it. You and I like it. it. Yeah, it's like when someone like, okay, Jackie, tell me like, hold on. Tell me like that you feel really beautiful today. Like you'd be like, I look really beautiful today. No, because I feel like you're going to like. Just th- can you say it for the The way sake- that your phrase is, it sounds like you're about to make fun of me. Okay. Say, be like, I look so, oh, fuck. I, I, I can't like explain this the way. Okay. No, okay. <laughs> this isn't buoying. Watching you stutter and fumble. No, it's like when somebody brags, like, oh my God, I'm having such a hard time explaining like the proper use of this phrase. Am I okay? Is the blank in the room with us? Like, Maybe you could find the TikTok you saw it in and share it. It's not like a one-time TikTok. It's just like when somebody on TikTok brags, like, look how, you know, fancy my, my room looks. And someone will comment, is the fanciness in the room with us? Okay, that's a good Is that example. a good example? Yes. Yeah, no, it's... So funny. And I probably should learn how to properly use it before I try to like start adding it to my weekly vernacular. And disseminating it. Yeah, I'm sorry. I totally botched it. Can somebody like write a good comment explaining and it? And so you were going to make fun of me. Is the beauty in the room with yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not falling for that. But it wasn't about you. It was, it was hypothetical. I understand. I just feel like there were other situations that could be less hurtful. So do you want to add it to the list? You didn't make the best case, case for it, but I I'll do it because I love you and you're my sister and we're 50-50. And if it's important to you, it's important to me. Wow, I love that energy. <laughs> Also, I need to talk about things that are booing us. Is the blank in the room? Yeah, what's booing you? Because I have a few things to help buoy you. One, my episode of The Redheads is out. Claudia listened to it this morning, and the comedian herself said it was comedy gold. It was really funny. How funny are we? Just really, really good. I think we need to move to the comedy category. Mm, It's highly competitive. It is, but the redheads, there's nothing like them. Nobody can beat them. Yeah, but also the redheads kind of like put out that episode without posting anything else about like the war in Israel. No, I heard that the redheads are very anti-Israel. 
You could possibly think that because we've been silent. Or silenced. Radio silence from the redheads. It's disgusting. And we put out that episode not even acknowledging what's going on. So if you think maybe the redheads don't stand with Israel, I'm here to tell you that we absolutely do. I run our Instagram account <laughs> and all of my efforts are being put towards my personal. On your bigger channel. the toast. But I do need to make a statement from the, from the redheads. Plus dropping an episode like in the middle of a war without context could seem insensitive. Could seem insensitive. No, and you should also actually, now I'm being serious, like put together, I saw Emily Health reads, a list of books for anybody who wants to like know more about the conflict or just like, you know, uh, learn about the Jewish people and the struggle. Jewish history, yes, that is my plan. But you know, the redheads, our Instagram's very curated, so I have to make the cards. I understand. And as stated, like I've just had a lot going on, but that is priority today for sure. The episode's 30 minutes, so it's just like a nice... I listened to it while I was doing my hair this morning. A nice little treat if you just want some lighthearted fodder. Plus, I'm also on Straight Up with Stassi podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's another little treat if you want some lighthearted fodder. It was a really fun episode. Claudia was like sitting next to me while I recorded it. I was sitting right here and Jackie was sitting right there. So the voice of Claudia is in the episode. I'm constantly like asking her, wait, Claude, what about this? Yeah, that kind of makes the episode worth listening to. Yeah, for Turdy's influence. For Turdy's so voice. when you're done listening to The Toast today and you still need to be buoyed, there's two more podcasts that you can listen to with your girl and I think it's important to have things to look forward to I agree um I feel like yesterday um I was actually like I I needed things to buoy me like I had a really bad night last night like I I feel like people always say and it's something I've never been able to relate to like when they're stricken with grief or just like going through really hard times like I can't sleep I can't eat like for me in my life and no matter what I've been going through like I can always sleep and I can always eat I I was shook when I weighed myself this morning like not in the way that I'm usually shook. I cannot eat. I'm nauseous all the time. I literally woke up. I, I literally thought I was pregnant. Like I fell asleep nauseous and I woke up nauseous. I feel physically ill. Like yesterday was just like a, yesterday we were together a lot. And so I feel like we were like, I feel good when I'm with other people. But like the second I got home, I was literally not okay. Like yeah. physically or emotionally. Um, so like I need the toast to buoy me today. Yeah. Like I'm like, I'm sick. We are going to do our best. And I feel like we have been doing as good a job as we possibly can, given that there's so much on our minds and on our hearts. And so we're just going to keep it real with you guys about how we're feeling. I'm wearing this cowboy sweatshirt today because it's the only sweatshirt I brought to New York with me. I don't know if the cowboys made a statement. Um, If they didn't, I won't be wearing it again. I'm sure that they did. I Googled it. I said, Dallas Cowboys Israel, but there's a player named Israel. And he came up. So I said, Dallas Cowboys Hamas. Nothing came up. Ooh. I never thought I'd be Googling Dallas Cowboys Hamas. I don't think Hamas thought they'd, you'd ever be Googling Dallas Cowboys Hamas. I don't think the Cowboys thought I'd ever be Googling Dallas Cowboys Hamas. But so many sports teams have come out strong yeah. in support of Israel. So, you know, I would it, honestly assume that they have. Like, if and, the Cowboys haven't, there are so many teams for me to be a fan of right now. I'm so impressed by the sports world. Yeah, the sports world, for, before a lot of games have been, you know, having moments of silence. Like, it's, it's very, um, I know it feels like meaningless and performative, but I, I actually really don't agree. I think seeing things like that bring me great comfort. Yeah. Just knowing, like, there's 10,000 people or however many are in a stadium or a baseball field, like, who all, like, know that this is wrong. Like, that actually brings me great comfort. And I find maybe what other people would refer to as perform- performative activism. Like, I, it brings me great comfort. Yeah, I totally agree. Everyone, there was, like, a huge Israeli flag in that baseball yep, game. That Phillies. video went around. Also, I wanted to talk about something, because I feel like when people talk about performative activism, they always talk about the black square. And everyone's like, remember the black square? We're not doing this anymore. I didn't feel that way about the black square. Me Can I neither. tell you what, how I saw the black square? Like, when I woke up that day, 
I forget which day it was, but it, it was, was like Thursday. Nobody was posting anything other than a black square. And my entire Instagram feed was black squares. People who I follow, you know, in my personal life who never post at all, who just use Instagram passively, never post. I've never seen a post of theirs. Every single post was a black square. I did not see one other personal. piece of content from an influencer or a person, no ads, nothing self-promotional. And it felt like an international day of mourning. And I remember feeling like, wow, if this, if people ever did this for the Jews, how much that would mean to me. You know, it, I, I completely agree. Now I think it's like, it's dismissed as performative, but I, I remember- I didn't interpret it that way. I remember experiencing it as like, we're not distracted. We're not talking about literally anything else than this. And it was extremely powerful. I agree. I think now like people remark on it differently, but at the time- I feel like at the time people didn't appreciate it either. And then they thought that it was like taking away from the messaging of the mm. movement because then Instagram was flooded. But I just felt like I would- like you, you had to pay attention. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. So I don't feel like I don't feel that way about social media activism. Even just posting up a card, like it, me I think it means something and it matters to me. Yeah. No. As someone on the other side, like I, I feel like you can't. It's all good. Yeah. Like I don't really see how. And then we're not it's even saying like stop posting your coffee, right. And your lip balm and your ads. I know it's Prime Day. You guys have commitments. I just yeah. <laughs> but like you can post where you stand. Yeah, no, I I agree with you. And if you're not posting anything at all, none of those things, and you don't have to post anything. Right, no, it's not like a requirement. And I kind of like, I'm, I'm struggling with so many like internal conflicts. Yeah. Because I find myself like being like judgmental and like shame, sh like police shame, like post, uh, post shaming people. Yes. In my head. No, I'm not, you know, a little bit on the toast too. A little bit on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, actually, I'm definitely. And like, I, I feel like I'm turning into like a person who's annoying and someone I would like hate, but it's like, it's conflicting feelings. I understand that. But what happened was so egregious. Yeah. An evil we've never seen in our lifetimes in this century ever inconceivable evil. So I want to know the people that I follow and the people that I know, like, is this ambiguous for you? I don't want to know you. I don't want to follow you. No, it's you. so true. Like when, when you break it down, like you're right. And the people who come on with like statements of like six slides, it's like, sh oh, I don't, I don't need to hear every, your verbal diarrhea. Like I need to know do where do you stand? stand? Like that's it. Yep. No, totally. And I don't need to hear why you can't tell me where you stand or why I don't need to hear where you stand. Like, yeah, no, I, I do need to know like which of my friends are going to justify and excuse terrorism. Like I absolutely need to know. For sure. And I think it's really important to know, like in no way do I think that everything else should stop. No. And I think we'll talk Not about that. Th it could. I think we'll talk about that with our we first story. We can barely get people to just stand with Israel unequivocally without the butt at the end of the sentence, let alone to stop posting their right. nonsense. And, and some of the nonsense is booing, so I'm not even asking Yeah, that. no, and I don't think that's required, and I don't know if it would necessarily even be, like, you know, more helpful. I think it's perfectly fine to, like, the rules of social media are so bizarre, and they're so fluid, and they're always changing. But, like, in this moment, I feel like it really is okay to continue to go on with your life, especially if your job is influencing, content creating, being a celebrity, putting out content. I think that is fine, but I do think it's, you know, also important to just announce where you stand. Like, are, are you ashamed of where you stand? And there are so many graphics that I've seen that don't say much, but they say enough. The one that's like, you don't have to be Jewish, you don't have to be Israeli, you just have to be human. When I see that, agreed, you just have to be human. Yeah. It is inhuman to see what we saw, to have that not be enough for you to doubt what you've seen to say oh this is fake news this is propaganda it's like everyone is doubting this like baby's claim because yeah. they won't release 
pictures. It's like, how badly do you want to see decapitated babies? And they released a picture today. So it's really graphic if you're on and, social and media. And they released a picture. Like, that's how much doubt was cast upon this. And like, first, they just told us about it and people didn't it. wasn't it. enough. Then Netanyahu showed President Biden pictures. He came on and he said, I saw it. Right. Biden confirmed yesterday that he saw it. And people were like, he mumbled. What? So they posted a picture where if you need to see a picture, which... I don't think most of you do, but if you if you do need to see it in order to believe it, where was it posted? It's on Twitter. You you could find it. Okay. It's really really upsetting. I didn't see it. Did no. you see it? I saw uh, somebody had like blocked out some of it, so okay. I saw like part. Okay. Um. So yes, there's enough information out there for you to to get a grasp on what's going on, and I think. To and not address it is just, it's, it's an interesting take. It's an interesting take. And I feel like so many people are like, I don't want to take up space with my post on no, this. No, you should. So take it up. Take up, you know what takes up space? Those six slides I have to spend time reading that everybody else shares and hides behind. So I've got to read it again. Yeah. That's taking up time and space. Yeah. Shove it up your ass. <sighs> Jackie O went there. She went there. Unless um, you're saying something. Like if you're saying, I saw a statement. That literally said nothing. I know. Said absolutely nothing. That is taking up space. No, and the font is so You're tiny. You're better off not saying anything. Seriously, like, no shade. Because you've just said nothing. No, you sound dumb. It was like, I'm I gonna be stand real with, you. with the people of the world. And for I love oceans. I love oceans. It was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It came from an account that you wouldn't expect anything more. It was like, words are vibrations. Was oh, the one of those the, accounts. One yeah, of yeah. those accounts. Third eye shop crop. No, I like Third Eye Thoughts. Third Eye Blind. I love Third Eye Thoughts. They're really introspective. I don't need to hear from Third Eye Thoughts on this matter. Right, 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 right. Um, so, like, what else? What else? We have some celeb news. We have some celeb X war news. Celeb X war. And that's what we do here because we know you're all sitting around doing the same thing. And I just want to say, I, like, I know we have, I've heard a lot from, um, toasters who live or are visiting Israel and they said the toast is booing them so like we are committed to being as funny as possible today for them yeah which we always are we don't even have to try we don't even have to I try. feel like when we try that's like when it's not funny it's so true and I, I kind of feel myself trying no no and yesterday I was like not trying and we were so funny yesterday it is what it is who would have thought like wartime episodes being some of the best they're so important yeah shall we like, I guess. I guess it is time for the Fast Five Stories that you need to know. You. Today's episode of The Toast is brought to you by Pillsbury. If you're a mom, if you're a busy gal or guy, uh, weeknight dinner can be a struggle. It's hard to be creative. It's hard to keep it fun. But that's where Pillsbury and their delicious crescents come in. You can transform a Pillsbury crescent with delicious ingredients that are going to make it a side, a side dish or a main dish. So if you're feeling like you're just overwhelmed, but you still want a delicious, gorgeous dinner for your family, for your husband, for your kids, whatever it is, Pillsbury Crescents are the thing for you. There's so many different options for all different types of diets, all different types of restrictions. You know, I know there's a lot of people who love to do like pizza and cheese and pepperoni. While I'm not kosher, I respect that for you, but I could do sauce and cheese. No, no, can I? Um, if you want to check out a lot of the recipes that are going to be fabulous for dinner night rotations, Find a bunch of recipes at Pillsbury.com. You can do chicken bacon ranch crescent rolls. You can do ham and cheese crescent rolls. Pillsbury is just saving 
busy people everywhere. You can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle and it's dinner prep in 30 minutes or less. And especially want to shout out the picky eaters, myself included. It's really great and fun and easy to experiment with the Pillsbury Crescents and make something for the picky eater in your life. Like I said, I am the picky eater in my life. So find Pillsbury Crescents in the dairy aisle and get to dinner prep in 30 minutes or less. You will not regret always having these on hand in your home because, you know, dinner time comes fast. Five o'clock, it's like, oh, what are we eating? And everyone's looking at you. Well, you're looking at Pillsbury Crescent. So again, find them in the dairy aisle and just have a gorgeous, delicious dinner for your family. Today's episode is also brought to you by Bothered Fertility. Think back to sex ed for a moment. You probably learned all about how to prevent pregnancy, but what about how to plan for it? If you've always been a big fan of planning ahead like we have, you know, you schedule trips months in advance, plotting out your next career move, you should be doing the same for kids. So the traditional guidance with fertility has always been just to wait and see, but modern fertility is changing that. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home with a simple, fi- a simple finger prick. Mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get your personalized results within six business days. You can get insight into your hormone levels like your ovarian reserve and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results go deep into what every hormone means and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600, but Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones for only $179. And if you go to modernfertility.com toast, you can get $20 off your test. Plus, you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA or your HSA, which is fabulous. So if you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound information about your body can help you make the decision that's right for you because the toast and Modern Fertility both believe that knowledge is power and fertility is no different it's so important to know what's going on in your body. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $20 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast. That means your test will cost $159, which is a fraction of what it would cost at a fertility clinic. Get $20 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash toast. That's modernfertility.com slash T-O-A-S-T. Wow, you're kind of like being lax with the iPad recently. Claudia, I'm in no rush. Plus, like, you know, it's hard for us to find things to talk about, so I'm taking my time. It is hard for us. The episode long. It is really hard for us to find things to talk about. Okay, the first story, what everyone's talking about in CelebX War News. Oh. Taylor Swift Forge Ahead with her dumbass movie premiere has yet to say anything about anything going on in the world. She had this Swift Eras Tour concert film premiere in Los Angeles smiling on the red carpet with her celeb friends, posting videos with Beyonce, yet to mention um, Slaughterfest 2023. Yeah, so I have like literally not been able to process this. Like when I was on my Instagram yesterday and she posted like a picture of her in her outfit, which was heinous, getting ready for, (laughs) like I was... I was floored. Like, I understand that this is an event that's been planned and like, you're not, you don't need to cancel it. No, and that's what we just said. Like, you have your work commitments. Right. Do your thing. For sure. And she hasn't said anything. And even if you're not going to say anything, to post about it on like on Instagram, like for me, just takes it to another level. Like, have the event. If you want to stay silent, fine. Still stay silent. But to post about it on Instagram, like, I don't know. I was just shook beyond words. And my lack of interest in this story is like beyond me because this is a week ago I would have had so much to say about Beyonce oh oh yes 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 like it's fabulous she everyone keeps pitting them against each other Beyonce looked fucking amazing like I I could go on but honestly like it's one of the craziest it does anyone else not like it this is crazy no? no it's crazy and you said yesterday Taylor doesn't speak on these issues so you don't expect her to speak but she does she does you know you're right I uh the Swifty the Jewish Swifties like and I have been chatting and they're like, no, for, for many, 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 many years, she never said one thing about one thing ever. And then that started to backfire on her. And then I think 
kind of performatively, she started like picking and choosing causes. kind of safe causes yeah. um, and putting a lot of energy behind it. And she actually got like a lot of backlash for it, especially from the queer community, because it felt just like inauthentic um, to like make it your brand. Right. And no, I had forgotten about that. Like she, she in recent years, and it was covered a lot in her documentary. Now I've spoken to the Jewish Swifties and we are cr like crestfallen, like for real. Um, and there has been like a, a theory going around, which I, I do think has validity and I'll shed some light on it. Um, you know, Taylor speaking out is huge, bigger than any celebrity ever. Um, she's, you know, actively on a world tour and I think it could be a possible concern. She talked about it in the documentary um, about her safety. You know, taking a stance against a terrorist organization, one of the most powerful people in the globe, who's going to be traveling around the world in, co in the coming year. I guess that's fair. Who wants to tell her Hamas doesn't care if you stand with them or against them? Like, they're coming for you just the same. So, so factual. No, it's factual. I just wanted to share with the Jewish 50s. Like, we're, I, I've seen we're, that theory. We're struggling. I've seen that theory. And, and we're I, grasping at straws. I know. And you guys are getting really creative. And I, I think that there's probably some merit and some fear, maybe. But you also have to, you know, have a spine. No, for sure. And honestly, I was really shook because I, I didn't really put together. I wasn't thinking about the fact that it was Era's night launch. Like I just wasn't, it wasn't on my radar. And the first thing I saw was that Instagram post. And then when I was on Twitter, I saw a picture of Maren Morris. And I've been monitoring Maren Morris because she's like a very vocal queen. She actually, we didn't even talk about it on the toast, but like she, it was kind of misleading because she like did it and the media like kind of misinterpreted it. And then she went on a podcast and said like kind of, but she basically said like, I'm formally leaving like the country music industry. Like my music will still be country, but I'm not releasing it with country record labels anymore. Like I don't want to be a part of the Nashville crew because I find country music just to be like hypocritical and they don't stand for equality. And she thinks they're spineless. Like there's obviously just politics, like a difference of a politics yeah. there. And that was her, you know, big moment when she, like a week or two ago. And I've been looking at Maren Morris's page, not promoting, excuse me, not promoting, hasn't said a word. Yeah. Promoting her children's book. <laughs> Who would dare? How dare she? Who would dare? <laughs> she can promote it in between, you know, her statement. I was shocked because she just made this huge um, pronouncement. And, and the reason for her leaving is like, you know, her progressive beliefs. And right. That none of that aligns with the country, country music, music world. And it's like, well, here you go. Right. This was not progressive. Do you have something to say about About it? the women being raped. Right. About a country that I, I read something crazy today that the... 93% of people in Gaza um, are against homo uh, homosexual homosexuality. 93%. They said it was the highest in, in the world. So like, That's not progressive. No, that's what I'm saying. So like, uh, that Maren Marsing like really struck me. I was like, wow. I, I, like just her, her presence there, I was like, yeah. I was shook. And also, I think it's high time we start talking about what happened between Kelsey Ballerini and Taylor Swift. I saw a video on TikTok before the war. BW, where um, Taylor was, uh, Kelsey was on a red carpet and she was asked, like, what do you think about Travis and Kelsey? And she was like, oh, I think it's great. I hosted SNL right. with, and I love Travis. And, you know, Taylor and I were close for many, many years. We're close for many, many years. And the comments were like, we're? And now it feels like Taylor's like new, you know, country girl BFF is, Bar is Marin. Yeah. But is that surprising? How many were close friends did Taylor, has Taylor had? Wow. Like, now we can be honest, yeah? No, I really... It like, might be 50. No, she definitely has a lot of, you know, coming and going. She has a lot of Roman empires. Yeah. The girl you used to be friends with. 
So back to Beyonce and Taylor. Also, also worth noting, Beyonce has not said a word. Right. Um, so I don't know. This gave me nothing. Like this is something I would have like seriously like died over, especially because Beyonce looks so gorgeous. Yeah, it would have been a great moment for women, but we just had like a really bad moment for, for women. women. So maybe we could have like women like this picture talking about that. There's no serotonin. Like my brain doesn't. There's no wave activity when seeing this photo. It's enormously disappointing. Yeah. And I'm struggling with how to grapple. Like, seriously, I'm really struggling. Yeah. This I, was, the Jewish 50s are not fucking okay. I will give you space and time. Thank you. Like, please don't come at, like... I'm, no, I know you're loving this. No, like, I'm not. I'm not. I would have loved for her mm -hmm. to be the queen that we need her to be. Speaking of... Oh, wait, of wait, wait. Speak, wait, what are you going to say? Kings and queens. No. But save that. You know who was at the Eras tour that, like, a lot of people are talking about is Adam Sandler. Right. Because he's like pretty much like the most prominent Jewish celebrity who is so proudly Jewish and everything he does. And he's been, and he's not like a person who releases statements. Like right. he's just a dad. But like. He's not an influencer. He's not on Instagram. We he, don't like. To me, to he's not required. Like He's not required. And I imagine, I just watched his movie and I, I've seen quotes about him talking about Israel. Like he loves he, the yeah, state He did of a Israel. big Howard Stern thing once. So I believe he's someone who is, you know, his role is not Instagram influencing. True. Like I'm sure he is helping in, behind the scenes in his personal life. We all have a role to play in the war to come. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I have no, no but, issue but at I'm, the moment. But I'm saying, like, I, I have to imagine if, like, you know, Taylor was, like, a Hamas lover, Adam wouldn't have gone. Like, they know each other personally. I don't know. I'm really struggling. Like, I'm grasping at straws. No, I don't think it's that. I think, you know, his daughters probably really wanted to go. Yeah. And he went. Okay. Speaking of kings and queens, yes, so interesting and like the t the way that this show has just like changed in the last week is so crazy because Kate Middleton, Prince William, and King Charles put out a statement yesterday um, about the war. They said the Prince and Princess of Wales are profoundly distressed by the devastating events that have unfolded in the past days. The horrors inflicted by Hamas's terrorist attack upon Israel are appalling. They utterly condemn them as Israel exercises its right of self-defense. All Israelis and Palestinians will continue to be stalked by grief, finger, anger, fear, and anger. And anger. And anger in the time to come. A um, very strong statement. A very strong statement. And we were saying yesterday how Meghan and Harry were on their mental health world tour. They haven't said much. You know, they like to speak out for causes. And especially like humanitarian crises such as this. Crises. And they put out a statement yesterday too. After said. Will and Kate. After Will and Kate. And I have to imagine like Will and Kate's statement lit a fire under their tushies, no? The timing, like... I guess, but a lot of people, you know, a Perhaps. lot of people really say it was a big day for a lot you're of people right, you're right, you're who right. couldn't really ignore it for much longer. They said at the Archwell Foundation with Prince Harry and Meghan, the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, we stand against all acts of terrorism and brutality. We are supporting our partners and organizations on the front lines in Israel to provide the urgent aid needed and to help all innocent victims of this unconscionable level of human suffering. No, that's the thing. Like, I knew Markle and her sparkle would show up. Like, Rachel Zane would never not show up. Like, I, like, I, this, again, brings me great comfort. These are people with so much influence. Like, these are, like, AAAA list. Like, I always think that, think of them on the same level as Michelle and Barack. Like, yeah. former dignitaries of sorts, <laughs> yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, Former, like, heads of state. And I don't know, I feel like they all just go to, like, Martha's Vineyard together. Diplomats. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Barack Obama put out something really strong, too. Like, I think these are people with enormous influence, like, all over the country. Not just yeah. in, like, elite circles, you know? Um, 
And I'm grateful. I really, really am. So grateful, so appreciative of this strong statement from Meghan and Harry. In the ranking of beloved celebrities on this show, Meghan has now surpassed Taylor Swift. I'm telling you. And if you had told me that last week, like, by the way, next week you guys are going to be so here for Meghan Markle and so not here for Taylor. If you told me I could have told you the Meghan Markle thing. Like, I've been telling you, you need to watch Suits. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. She, I, I just, I knew it. Like, she's a fucking queen. Well, former. Princess. Queen. She's a queen. Like, that's my bitch right there. I love her. Yeah, so that's some good celebrity ex war I just want to say, like, I still find Harry annoying. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, doing the right no, thing. No, quite no. All, all beef is squashed. No, it's so true. Like, the media landscape is forever changed for me. For me. And it, it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of the media landscape, um, SAG-AFTRA. Oh, my God are back to negotiations as studios suspend negotiations. So talks between SAG-AFTRA and the major studios have broken down as the Alliance of Motion Picture and TV producers said Wednesday that the gap between the sides is too great. In a statement to members after midnight, the union accused studios of engaging in bully tactics and said that the studios had walked away from the bargaining table after refusing to counter the union's latest offer. Like a couple of weeks ago, we were told it's going to be any day now. Like we're good. We're, we're pretty much there. Just sign, dot the T's, sign the eyes yeah but that was about the writers no that was about the, the actors the writers were confirmed okay and then they're like and sag is imminent sag is three four days away that's what they said so now the studios have walked away from the table but what the writers this? are good like the writers are back at work okay happy for the writers what does this mean for the actors like are we gonna get all new actors now i don't know or like maybe a new different union like maybe people who want to go back to work and and are fine accepting less because it's all they can get they're like listen we, we gotta work so I, I don't I honestly like I have no idea um I don't know like and now how long has this been going on was it since July? July that's really long yeah and like thankfully most of the tv I watch is like the nanny like shows that the Our, friends yeah sex in the city like I've just been to watch like the same five shows um but like people gotta work this, this ain't cool yeah. You know, I am, you know, uh, going to an event that Fran Drescher is scheduled to be at next week. Maybe I'll just ask her, like, Franny, what up? Yeah. Wait, I just put together Franny the nanny. Even though they call her Fran. Cool. It should have been called the Franny. Yeah. That's how she became the Franny. So. But also, like, I guess writers, a lot of writers write for TV shows with actors. But a lot of writers write for, like, uh, daytime. Yeah. So... So I feel like some of the writers who are now probably not striking anymore still don't have work because they write on scripted shows. Right. That sucks. Yeah. It's all one big organism. Right, right. And I feel like SAG went on strike in solidarity with WGA. And now they're alone on strike. Yeah, but they had their own things to for worry sure. about too. For sure, for sure. You don't just like go on strike for nothing. Yeah. So who knows? The SAG... Saga continues to confound. Maybe Fran like will drop out of the event because she's now like so busy. Like it's. It sounds like her schedule just freed up. They're done negotiating. They walked away. Yeah, but she has like a union to answer to, you know? Like thousands of members. Yeah. I'll let you guys know if I see her. I think that you will. I mean, the studios walked away, so either she has to come back like with her tail between her legs or actors are going to leave the union or new actors are going to get jobs that they wouldn't have gotten yeah at this moment in time I like I can't believe this is still going on if you ever wanted to be a movie star like really now is your time 
Yeah, but the, the dangers of that, they say, it's like if you're wanting to be a movie star, um, you can like technically take advantage of this strike if you're not in SAG and get a role you never would have gotten because no eligible SAG person is around. Ha if you do that, you're immediately like blacklisted from SAG. So if SAG remains, and I'm sure it will, like this prestigious union that you have to be a part of, and you acted this way during the strike, hashtag the SAG remembers. I think that there's going to be a coup within SAG of actors who cannot take this. First of all, people who actually like need to work. Yeah. The smaller actors, they'll start. And they can also say like, hey, if we defect, we could get these bigger roles. I think that's what's going to happen. That's usually what like happens. Like Lord of the Flies energy. Yeah. However, I do think SAG... Um, has a big fund that a lot of like the 1% of like, they say like 99% of people in SAG don't make more than I think $26,000 a year. But that 1% of people make hundreds of millions. And But it behooves them to keep paying that fund so those people don't take their parts. Right. Open your eyes. So a lot of big actors are... Um, Keeping them at $26,000 salaries. I was going to say a lot of big actors are contributing to the fund. To keep them at $26,000 But that fund's going to run out quick. Instead of taking their million dollar salary. And by the way, I don't know how much really, really longer that fund can go on paying like 100,000 people's rent bills. For the first couple of weeks, it was like noble. and But now it's like, how much money is that? A lot. Yeah. I don't know. I think we're going to see the SAG turn on each other. What is the new SAG called? HAG? Yeah. SAG. Oh, no. SAG. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> There's other stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> I was not saying that. Wag. Wag. Bring back wag. Z. Z. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Some odd celebrity news. Sharon Osbourne says she and Ozzy still have an assisted suicide pact in place. That's so them. The talk show host, uh, Sharon, initially addressed. What show is she on? Um, she was on. The talk. The talk. But she's not anymore. No. because She's she, on Ozempic. Yes. And she's spoken about that. She said she lost too much weight. Same. She initially addressed the subject in her 2007 memoir, Survivor, My Story, where she said that the couple would go to the Swiss physician-assisted suicide organization, Dignitas, should either of them ever suffer from dementia. The topic surfaced once again on the latest episode of the Osborne's podcast, mm. which features the whole family. During the conversation, Jack inquired if euthanasia was still a plan for his parents. Euthanasia is such a crazy word. Yeah. I guess assisted suicide is, is euthanasia. Yeah. However, euthanasia makes me think of dogs and the Holocaust. Why? Didn't they euthanize people in the Holocaust? They killed them. It, it wasn't like, a mercy isn't killing. Isn't like gassing people euthanization? No, it's just murder. Oh, okay. Like so what's euthanization? It's like when you kill someone prematurely Out of to pity? spare them. Yes. Oh, 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 okay. Never mind. So then I think of dogs. Yes. You dogs euthanize get dogs. euthanized. Yes. So... Sharon replied, do you think that we're going to suffer? Aren't we already suffering? And he uh, said, yes, we all, she said, yes, we all are, but I don't want it to actually hurt as well. Mental suffering is enough pain without physical. So if you've got mental and physical, see ya. And then Kelly said, but what if you could survive? And Sharon said, yeah. Survive dementia? Sharon said, yeah, what if you survived and you can't wipe your own ass? You're pissing everywhere, shitting, can't eat. I just want to say, I'm not laughing at the side effects. Dementia is horrible. I'm laughing at you saying, shitting yourself. I got to listen to this podcast. <laughs> this story begs a larger question. 
let's talk about the Osbournes. Like, they have been famous for as long as I've been I alive. can't talk about the Osbournes without Kelly Osbourne on The View. I can't talk about the Osbournes <laughs> without saying, Sharon! You, I didn't know about that Kelly Osbourne on The View clip. How about that, Donald Trump? <laughs> I fucking love that moment. It's the funniest thing. And when he sent it to me, it was the most shocking thing I it's, ever saw. If you've never seen, just Google uh, Kelly, I keep almost saying Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Osbourne, The View, Trump. Oh my God, it's 10 seconds and the video just does not end how you think it's going to end. <laughs> it's the craziest thing I've ever seen. I can't believe she still works. Yeah. But I guess her parents Actually, gave her maybe a podcast. Google, maybe Google Kelly Osbourne toilet. No, Claudia, like everyone knows. Everyone knows. Like, like, I'm sure if I Google The right internet now, will know what you're looking for. If I go to Kelly Osbourne on Google like, and I see related searches, yeah. like it's going to be Kelly Osbourne The View. And um, I don't want to spoil it for you guys and I don't yeah. want to ruin it. Kelly Osborne 2023 baby weight loss. Oh wait. Uh. View. It's the it's buried. <gasps> She's a team of people working on it. It's buried. Propaganda. It's there like but you have to write the whole thing out. Got it. You have to find it. Um but it really I I think we should just take a like a step back and and, and think about the Osbournes at large. Like they are famous because he was in a band called Black Sabbath. Mm -hmm. Very, 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 very successful. And him and Sharon became like this iconic rock. And then they had kids and then they had the reality show. And like, I just don't know why like they're all famous still. Like, it's just like crazy to me, no? Yeah. What does Jack do? Right. Oh, that was a, an actual question. No, right. <laughs> Google. Like Jack he does what every like Nepo kid does. Yeah. Stuff. Projects and such. Projects of, of that nature projects of that nature understood I just I think it's crazy that like all these people are famous do you know what I mean yeah yeah but they're like but that's what for, for a very long time in this country like that's what America loved like families of famous people like their show on on E was around the same time as the Kardashians like there was an obsession with like family reality shows I, and there are not even just famous people like all those TLC yes, shows yes 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 Stacey Johnny and Kate Stacey and Darcy Silva yeah are those 600 no, or no, that's, that's Tammy and Amy, Thousand, thousand Pound, Pound sisters. sisters. They're not Thousand Pounds anymore. What are they? I would say collectively, I don't want to guess someone's weight. But how, they lost the weight? Yeah. How? Like one did and then the other was put, like, put on a ventilator. I'm not sure. Like it was, uh, honestly. How did they lose it? I think one of them got surgery. But like one of them, I, I honestly, I don't know. I don't keep up with the Thousand Pound Sisters. I prefer to watch 600 Pound Life, individual stories. Got it. But they got their own show, Tammy and Amy. Right, right. It's a crazy name for a show. It, I actually, I actually remember the first time I saw it in my TV guide. I was floored. No, TLC goes hard. No, and you know what? Like, they have a niche and they kill it. Like, who would you say competes with TLC for, like, freak show? They're like, they find people with no, like, no one's with like the tried. biggest pimples ever like, on their backs Netflix. and give them their own shows about what it's like to live with a pimple that big. Like, it's a circus. No, but like Netflix hasn't even like, they see what TLC does and they're not even trying to copy it. Like, that's how much of a lock they that's have. That's how singular <laughs> their niche is. Yeah. Some of their shows, like the titles, like, at first they started innocently, like Toddlers and Tiaras and John and Kate Plus Eight. Then they had like the Duggars with 19 kids. And counting. And counting, because like, they were constantly, you know, fucking. And then they just like, it, honestly, I need to Google like craziest shows TLC has ever produced. Okay. Because I feel like you wouldn't believe it unless TLC ever. Oh, I mean, who could forget Breaking Amish? Right. 
Who could also forget extreme cheapskates? Oh, yeah. Hoarders. Hoarders. Buying naked. Are you familiar with that? No. Oh, I've seen this. Sex sent me to the ER. <laughs> Dramatizations. It's, it's like people's stories that they dramatize. Oh, I didn't know I was pregnant. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Best funeral ever. <laughs> okay, wait. ScreenRant.com. The 10 weirdest TLC shows of all. Oh, excuse me. It's not even on here. Mike Strange Addiction. Oh my God. Extreme couponing. I want to say that's one of the best shows on TV. We could all learn a lot from those people. <laughs> um, here comes Honey Boo Boo. Mm-hmm. Hoarding. Buried Alive. DUI. Perhaps one of the most forgettable series. DUI was a production in the same vein as Cops or Live PD in which television crews chronicled the arrests and persecutions prosecutions, excuse me, of Oklahoma residents caught driving while intoxicated. Oklahoma is notorious for its stringent DUI laws, and the series highlighted the stresses and consequences of those working their way through the court system after being arrested. Breaking Amish, extreme cheapskates, buying naked. House hunting shows are incredibly popular, and when combined with feuding couples or unexpected expenses, the ups and downs of the housing market can make for surprisingly exciting TV. But in 2013, TLC decided to take it a step further by debuting... (laughs) Of course they did. (laughs) By debuting a series that focused on the house hunting experiences of nudist couples. Oh, Oh, I should be on the show. Freaky Eaters. A program that highlighted individuals struggling to absolve themselves of irregular eating habits from a man who hoarded more than 100 gallons of maple syrup in his home to a woman who habitually drank up to 30 cans of soda per day. Me. Um, aired for two seasons. Oh, my God. This cannot be a real show. <laughs> my teen is pregnant. And so am I. <laughs> my strange addiction. Yeah, it's like MTV like, had teen mom. Yeah. They just have to take it so far. They just have to... Obsessed, like I, I really respect and applaud their ingenuity and constant creativity. Yeah, at defining like, the craziest people in the country. Like what their writers' room is like, <laughs> and like the ideas that are. Well, they don't around. have. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, oh, not like. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like their creative, their think tank. We're yeah. doing a brainstorm. Like, what's the craziest show we could do? Yeah, like new development team. Yeah, that would be just insane. Am I being called? Who's calling now? It's the iPad. The iPad's. Be- no, the iPad's here. It's my computer. Oh. It says you're calling me. What? Oh, no, sorry. Never mind. Sorry, someone else. <laughs> okay. My phone, like, didn't update. Today's episode of The Toast is brought to you by Sax.com. We, Jackie and I, are always doing our best when it comes to looking fabulous on the podcast. And thankfully, there's video proof that sometimes that's not always the case. Sometimes it's a sleigh, but sometimes it's a nay. Sometimes our pajama uniforms and sweatshirts do need a little bit of an upgrade. And that's why Jackie and I love shopping at Saks.com for everything from podcast looks to GNO fits and more. Honestly, Saks has become my go-to destination for like businesswoman outfits, whether it's a panel or a meeting or I'm going to LA and I have like a bunch of things going on next week. I'm heading to Saks.com for everything day to night, start to finish it's fabulous sax.com is super fun and easy to shop on so whether you're looking for that cozy vibe which is the season thank god and or a more elevated look they've got it all at sax.com and what i love most about sax.com is the way you can like filter through their uh offerings based on you know if you're going on vacation you're looking for work outfits a cocktail they also have a great um wedding guest section and they're getting really specific you can even shop at sax.com by your star sign you can find the perfect re- revenge dress from brands like christopher esber and colt gaia i also love to use sax.com as just a way to find fabulous new brands because i feel like the buyers there are all really chic and they know what's going on so if it's on sax.com it's like approved and then turdy can wear it and it's like sax approved so discover new ways to shop for everything every day fall wardrobe, staples that you should always have in your closet, good things to invest in that you'll have for years to come. And it's really easy to shop for everything every day at Saks.com. That's S-A-K-S dot com. 
Today's episode is also brought to you by GameTime. You should not have to worry about when you're buying tickets for your next big event. And GameTime is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guaranteed, GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the view from your seat before you buy it, so you know exactly what to expect. What's worse than that, like getting that little view and it's wrong, and then you show up and your seats suck? Mm, not with GameTime. They're all in price shows your total upfront. That's also a terrible part of buying tickets. Like, oh, this is a good price. Boom, boom, click, click. It's tripled in price because of the fees. Not with game time. They're all in pricing shows you your total upfront. You know what you're getting without hidden fees. And you can buy tickets in second with two taps. I love to have game time on my phone at all times because if I'm traveling or if, even if I'm in New York, there's so many fabulous things going on. Game time is a great resource to use. Being like, what should we do tonight? I don't know. Let's head to game time. With zone deals, you can also pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. And for me, the best part is the game time guarantee. That means you are always getting the best price. And if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time is going to credit you 110% of the difference. So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code TOAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code T-O-A-S-T for $20 off. Download GameTime today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Thank you, GameTime, for sponsoring today's episode of The Toast. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Are you ready for our next story? I guess. Give me a second. This pop-up won't go away. Teresa Duder... Judice and her daughters. Teresa daughters. Teresa and her daughters slammed for partnering with problematic fast fashion brand. So Teresa and three of her daughters faced backlash for partnering with fast fashion retailer Sheen. Teresa and all of her daughters shared a video posing in several dresses, matching sets, and pajamas for their Judice Girls X Sheen collab. They said, "We're so excited to finally announce our partnership with Sheen Official to create the ultimate." Why are you saying it like Sheena, like Sheena Shay, Sheen. Because if it was up to me, I would say Shine. So I'm trying to get say it right. Shine, Shine, Shine on, girl. It's Sheen. What am I saying? Sheen. Sheen. No. It's S H E I N. There's no reason the company's named that. Like she in. It may be she in, she out. That's what I was thinking. Like she in, but like that's not even a good name. If your company name is so like is causing so much disruption in discourse, you need to reevaluate. A lot of things they do cause disruption so in true. discourse, and they're not reevaluating. But I should watch your video to see how the daughters pronounce it. Yeah. But they said all. Pe- it's a ultimate pre-holiday collection. They said all of the pieces are a reflection of us. It's very glittery and gold. Lots of glamorous, fun, and chic styles that are perfect for everyone. We even made to in- made sure to include comfy and luxe sleepwear for your next girls' night in. So while several fans have flocked to congratulate the women, several others criticize them for working with Shein as the company has been accused of unethical business practices and copying work of other designers. Someone said, why Shein though? One of, if not the most problematic clothing lines there is. I guess the shoe fits. Fucking rude. Someone said, Shein is some of the cheapest, junkiest clothes. It's fitting. This is mean. I have a hot take here. Oh, wow. Because okay. you know I'm not like Teresa's fan. No. Um, first of all, everyone works with Shein. Like, why is it coming down on the daughters? No, They're just the like way. trying to be like industrial self-starting women. They got a, this is the brand that gave them a collab. Right. And they took it. No, and by the way, maybe not everyone works with Shein, but they work with a different variety. Fast fashion retailer. Boohoo, Pretty Little Thing, ASOS, like all who really do this, H&M, all who really fashion do. Fashion Nova. All who really, 
Fashion Nova. Oh, all who, she takes the brunt of it, but they all have very similar business practices yeah. that are problematic. Yeah, that are fast fashion, that are copying other people, that are made of crap, that are bad for the environment. Why is this coming down on the Judice girls' shoulders who are just trying to like provide for their families? I'm sure they sell like restitution. They're not turning down business opportunities. Agreed. Like, this is not their problem. I agree. Like, Fast fashion falling on the shoulders of Melania Judas. Of Gabriella like, Judas? Of Gabriella Judas. It feels wrong. It feels wrong and it feels misplaced. And to be honest, I think like this is a great fit for them brand wise. Like, yeah. Who, who if not Teresa and her daughters, like is going to do a brand collab with Shein, you know? Yeah. Also, Kiara Faragni's not going to do it. No. And it's a big opportunity for them. They are like little influencers on yeah. their own. This is probably the kind of clothes they wear. This is the kind of clothes their followers wear. Like if you want to take on fast fashion, like don't start with the little person who's just trying to like, you know, pay back their restitution. Right. No. And if we want to talk about fast fashion, like we also need to talk about like the lack of options otherwise. Like I don't see a, a ton of ethically made $10 shirts. I don't see, by the way, especially when I like needed to shop for bigger sizes, like good luck getting anything in a 14 or above that's not made in a sweatshop. Like we, we need to wear clothes. Yeah. So like, let's talk about lack of options. It's not like she could have done a partnership with another company that makes, you know, ethically sourced, responsibly affordable clothing. Like, there aren't options. Yeah. So if we want to, like, go in on fast fashion, there's a conversation to be had here, but, like, I don't think the Judice is... Needs to be at the table. I don't think tearing the good Judice name down is going to is gonna be helpful here. It's Haven't not going to be effective. Haven't they been through enough? Haven't they been through enough? Not me think, defending Shein today. Yeah, or the Judices. Crazy. But just... Crazy things happen every day on the no, show. No, and it's like we're, we're... Things are just being put in perspective. Yeah. So I think this is mean. Those those tweets were mean. Like you can comment on the state of fast fashion without saying it's fitting. Like, yeah. Then I'm not taking you seriously because you're mean. It's so true. So I stand with the Judices today. And the Jews. We stand with the Judices. We do. Our fifth and I final. I think that needs to be our title. The Judices. Standing with the Judices. Like J E W. Right. Unless you don't think it would translate. Verbally, orally. I don't know. It might be confusing. We'll take a look. Yeah, we'll assess after. Maybe we, there's something yet to come that would make an amazing title. The best is yet to come. Our fifth and final story. Mm -hmm. The winning Powerball jackpot ticket worth $1.765 billion sold in California. This wow. is the second largest prize ever. It's and always the, in fucking California. The fourth billion dollar jackpot in history. All of them sold in California. What do you mean all of them? They're going to have to split it? No, no, no. All of oh. the billion dollar jackpots are from California. We need a documentary on this. Like it's giving McMillions. 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 Not enough people talk about like it's always California. And I understand like if there have been four billion dollar prizes and California is so big, maybe two of them. Like I understand how population ratios work. Suspicious. I have does a it, does, I have a thought. Okay. One, California is a huge state, so mm -hmm. population ratios, as you said. But let's talk about the people of California. You know, they're a city of dreamers. LA is the city of dreams. They might just be a more lotto ticket no. buying town. No, California is so big, like north to south. Like LA is not even California. But maybe And by like, the way, it's never sold in LA proper. It's like always like somewhere completely random. No, but maybe the heart of the Californian people is to dream. And everyone else in the country is like more realistic. They're like, you know, this Are is a waste of stroke? money. Like to dream. They're dreamers. <laughs> their dreams came true 
No. And the rest of the country maybe is a little more sensible. So you're saying they manifested it and nobody else did? That sounds no, like what like you're they're saying. they're buying lotto tickets and no one else, not no one else is. No way. But they're buying more lotto tickets like per capita than the rest of the country because like their souls are the souls of dreamers. <laughs> no, like... I'm telling you, nobody on the planet is buying more lotto tickets than people in Florida. Like, that's just a fact. Well, they also win, too, a lot. They but do. They're also a big state. What is it? No, about? I know what you're saying, by the way. Like, lottery tickets and, like, being obsessed with lottery. It takes a certain kind of person. It's cultural. Like, it definitely is. I completely agree. I'm just not buying that the dreamers of California proper are dreaming this into existence. Like, I'm just not buying it. No, they're just, like, buying at a higher volume. Their probability is higher because they are of the elk who dream they are of the elk who dream no let me ask you another question get your ipad back what's considered the poorest state in the country in terms of like is that a stat like gdp kind of yes i'm sure can i guess sure do you want to yeah no i feel like they could get you canceled like no okay i think this is west virginia um this is by the poverty rate, but that's not what we're saying. No, I guess poverty Actually, it would be rate. by individual. And who cares what the, you know, legislation yeah. has there? I want to say West Virginia. Ugh, they're making me download the graphic. Hold oh on. Wait, uh, the port. N- n- Mississippi. Mississippi. Yeah, that's what I'm seeing on this graphic. Interesting. And then West, and then New Mexico, and then Arkansas. Nope, Mississippi, Louisiana, New Mexico, Arkansas, West Virginia. Okay, that was a good guess by me. Yeah. So I would expect like more dreamer mentality from the poor states. Like would that have high poverty rates? Dreaming is priceless. You can't put a price on a dream. It's just, it's a, it's a ment- like it's not about, it's not about that. It's not about statistics, it's about dreams. <laughs> like it's just about, <laughs> like, like, Rich or poor, you can dream. You know, it doesn't have to be, you don't have to have a certain amount or not a certain amount to dream. Like, it's free. Dreaming is free. Okay, so you're arguing against yourself because if dreaming is free, then everyone would equally dream. That's true. Wow. And not, it wouldn't be specific to California. That's a good point. But I just think that they are the elk who dream. <laughs> I think they have dreamer souls. <laughs> the elk who dream. <laughs> You know what, Jackie? I agree. They dare to dream. I feel like even in those like commercials, California propaganda commercials where they're like, "Come, Wait. it's great." I was, I'm so glad you brought that up. I feel like it's like California, like we got a dream, and then he's like on the surfboard. Skateboard. Yeah. What is up with like states having commercials? <laughs> like, and I want to say I've only seen it for California, Michigan, and New York. Well, because they're suffering, but I have also seen it. I think for. North Dakota? Never. No, never. And it's I get that it's like a bid to increase... Or South Dakota. To increase tourism. And people moving there. You know, and that increases revenue and creates jobs. Like, I totally get the mathematics. But, like, the concept of a state having a commercial is so... Like, just goes against everything I believe and understand, you know? Yeah. It's... I remember the first time I saw it. Michigan went fucking hard. Where, like, it was a river and then the river turned into the word Michigan. Like... They went so hard with their propaganda. Like, they were the first ones to do it. I will give them the credit for being, like, you know, thought leaders leaders in their field. But it's something I really can't get on board with. That's like when you talked about hospitals that have commercials. Weird. 
I feel like I didn't realize because this. it's not like there's so many hospitals that it's like you know what this one are better commercials I'm gonna go to that one like you always go to like the one that's closest right I guess not everything's always an emergency and you do get to choose yeah but you would choose based on your doctor and your doctor chooses like for an OBGYN it's like your hospital is associated your doctor is associated with a hospital yeah but also I never realized this and I'll explain when I did realize it but um drugs companies commercials it's like don't you just take what you don't go to your doctor and be like I saw a commercial for, for this. AstraZeneca yeah it's so weird and I didn't even notice that until people in the UK were watching Megan and Harry on Oprah and all the commercials were like for drug companies they were like oh they don't have that they there? don't have that there and then it made me see different I'm like by the way that's an amazing point I don't like go to my neurologist and say I saw a, a commercial for this migraine medication actually though first tip first and of all it shouldn't first of all speaking of migraines nobody is doing more than Nurtech OTD. Yeah. Lady Gaga and Khloe Kardashian as their sponsors. Like, I mean, spokespeople. Like, I'm a migraine sufferer and I, I, I still haven't like brought it up to, to my doctor. Okay, but you know what? Because I, I trust my doctor more than Lady Gaga and Khloe Kardashian. Don't you feel like that might be changing now? Like with Ozempic? Like that's a drug people are requesting to be on. Whereas before, like they would go in with an ailment and say, give me the best stuff. Right, now, but Ozempic isn't even getting like the Nurtech OTD treatment. It's actually getting the opposite. Yeah, but they, and they, by the way, they do have commercials. Oh, 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 oh Ozempic. Oh, obsessed talk to your dog and but even their commercials don't address it being used as a treatment for weight loss it's all about um insulin resistance yeah so that's a very interesting point and i love that megan and harry brought that to us mm -hmm. in addition to a strong statement yesterday yeah what else is weird that they have commercials for during the super bowl in my mind there was like a commercial for jesus Oh, yeah. But I think in the end, that ended up being like a commercial for like a nonprofit or something. Yes. I also think that commercials in general, it's just like, who's actually influenced by this commercial? Like, we, as a, is this really going to change what brand of cookies I'm going to buy? As a species, we are so evolved past commercials, like traditional TV commercials. There are some things, if it's a new product and I see a commercial for it, like I might be you know helps but like to see a commercial for Doritos like I either want to buy Doritos or I don't at this point like I've tasted them I know when I want a Dorito so I feel like with a Dorito like I think I put them in the category of like Clorox like they're doing the commercials seriously like just to keep up appearances like it's but not it's expensive yeah but like the, the, they have the they're money. all in like this rat race because I guess if Doritos dropped off but like other chips Lays is I, coming out like, I might forget about Doritos right I mean I could never but I know what you're saying it just it makes me think all the time like you guys don't need a Super Bowl commercial. Like, that's a lot of money. Donate it. I actually disagree. But, of course, donate it. But it's money. a rat race is what it is. Yeah, when I think of commercials. But to me, there's no marketing more effective than a Super Bowl commercial when done right. But even for a Doritos. Because no, I, I, I think there is, like, like, the Farmer's Dog commercial. Like, a new brand, you're hearing about yes. it, and it tugs at your heart. But for Doritos, it's like, I'm either going to eat Doritos or I'm not. No, because it's, it's a brand awareness, like an image thing. Like, Doritos is such a cool brand. Like, I always feel like they're partnering with cool people because they're keeping up appearances. Like, it's yeah. a cool factor. Yeah. Is it effective? It must be. Like, it must be. I think for some products and businesses, it's so effective. And for others, I just feel like it's a waste. Of, like, Oreos. Like, I either want an Oreo or I don't. And your commercial is not going to change that. But the thing is, do you ever not want an Oreo? If I'm like picking out cookies in the aisle, like if it's going to be Oreo or Chips Ahoy, like that decision's not going to be swayed based on a commercial. No, because it's always going to be an Entenmann's. And Entenmann's doesn't run commercials. But they're also like not as popular. Because they don't have to. But they're not as popular. Because they don't run commercials. I am. Or, or because it's a smaller business. It's a smaller business because they don't run commercials. <laughs> it makes you think. It makes you think. And that's your marketing segment with Jackson Turd. Yeah. 
So that's our More show. questions oh. and answers. But that's like kind of the toast in, in its essence. Well, we just ask questions. Never stop asking why. Never stop asking questions. So that's our show. Right? Yeah. All thank, from me. Thank you guys so much. Tomorrow's episode will be audio only. Mm-hmm. So just wanted to keep that in mind for everyone. Hope everyone's having a... Uh, what? Thank you so much for listening to the Toast of the Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as podcasts anywhere podcasts can be found. So it's Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iRadio, CastBox, all the places where you listen to podcasts minus Toast. Leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and wickedly talented we are. Hope you guys have an amazing day. We'll see you tomorrow. I'm Mr. Al-Khai. Love ya. Bye.